drumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Jay, we're back. 40th episode of Gentleman's Breakfast. I'm excited to be here on this morning. Is this the 2018, third year? This is the 40th episode. I think we can call this season three now. 40 is the new 30. We got the re-up. I got the call from the network the other day. And we're fucking in. Back in the employment game. Uh, you know... We're happy for you. I thought that it needed to happen for a little while. But now that I'm in it, I didn't appreciate what I had at the time. I think we all know that, right? But that's a... Waking up before thing. eight, yeah. Look, you came hard charging at me this week. Probably the last few weeks, yeah. Talking up your content. Mm. So, lay it on me, Big Chief. So, uh, been dating the the now roommate, girlfriend, for about a year. So, this was the first holiday. Oh, let's be clear. We've been dating (laughs) the roommate for about the last year. You guys, took a little while for you guys to figure out. Still at times lobbying for my attention, vice versa. But this was my first, hey, spend a, spend the holidays with her friends, her family. No, I, I know my place in that rank order. I don't have a vagina. Okay? That's the deal. And I'll never have one. So we, we, did, a, we did about a 10-day trip uh, down to L.A. to two Tucson, Phoenix, and then back to San Francisco, all driving. As someone who loves driving, I was fucking blown away by the quantity of driving that you were going to do. Well, here's the biggest problem. Girlfriend and I... Homegirl doesn't love driving? Hates it as much as I hate driving. So, of course, I concoct this great idea because I'm afraid of L.A. traffic. That we're going to drive throughout the middle of the night. 11 o'clock, we're going to land at 5. Yeah. Sounds great on paper. Sounds like something my dad would do. So I do it for about three hours. I don't sleep for like 24 hours. I'm falling asleep at the wheel. I make her change. I make her take yeah. the wheel. It's become a safety issue, much yeah. like washing your feet in the shower. But I also promised... I also promised... That I would do the whole, excuse me, length of the drive. Jesus. Can we not have that again in 2018? <laughs> I promise I'd do the whole length of the not drive. Not on the mic. So as soon as she gets on on the wheel, she's upset and she drives a little erratic to make her point proven. So I can't take a nap. I can't pass out. Seamus changed the music. Seamus changed the podcast. A yep. lot of that. Yeah. So while you were driving, it was perfectly acceptable to just sleep and not support you. No, she sleeps. So she, lots of questions. She stays awake. That's a big golden rule: stay oh, awake. Okay. Everybody's yeah. got to yeah. stay awake. No, I fully agree with that. All right, I'm I'm on board then. If, if that's what she was doing, I, I respect and I'm, that. And I'm trying that. to sneak in tiger snoozes left and right. Yeah. And obviously, that's a sensitive topic. Topic with the recent well, tiger snoozes allowed, I've taken. You're allowed to take a little TS, but you're not like you can do it for like 45 minutes to an hour, and then you got to come back in for safety purposes. Mm. She wasn't allowing that. She wasn't allowing the five minute. Break. But then, how are you going to swap back in on the drive? Oh, this is a whole separate so, road trip so, issue. Yeah, yeah. So we we have three hours of the drive, and the best part is we're driving because we have to bring, uh, you know, roommate's best friend, dog Nala. And Nala, you know, our tell, dog, yeah, Nala. Yeah, you know, when Nala Nala doesn't get attention, Nala barks. You know when Nala doesn't bark? Nala doesn't bark in the car. No, she's, ever motionless. She sits there, she sits, perched up, perfect she, posture. She sits upright in her seat like a person, like a human being. Pretty wild. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I drove 24, 30 hours. The dog never even whimpered. I've only been in the car with her once. I was in the back seat with her, and I was expecting like, oh, Nala's gonna roll over here. Like I'm gonna be covered in Nala. Nope. She and I shared that back seat. She sat in her spot. I sat in mine. She was upright and attentive. 
I could have belted her into that fucking thing and she wouldn't have moved. <laughs> wouldn't have moved. And I'm trying to figure out why she's so attentive. So as soon as Mallory gets behind the wheel, doesn't want to be behind the wheel, does a slam on the brakes because she doesn't know the speed limit and I should tell her the speed limit. I didn't relay the speed <laughs> limit to her when I changed the con. Are you on the freeway? We're on the freeway. Okay. She, so just, she thinks she sees like a speed camera. It's either 65 or 75. and It's never 75 in California, so it's going to be 65. So just drive about 60 to 70. And Slam, you, we're good. Slams the brakes. Old Nala girl bundles into the back seat. Oh, shit. Head first. Smack. Legs underneath the seat. Jammed up there. And roommate doesn't want to be driving at all. Is pissed. Blaming it on me. How is she doing? And I have to like scrape the dog out from underneath the seat and place her back up. And at this point, obviously I should be driving. I'm not driving. I think in my head, I'm like, oh, I understand why she sits upright. Oh my it's god! It's probably not the first time that's happened, old Nolgro. So many things clicking around in the head right now that I, that would not have been acceptable on a road trip that I've been on. So that happens. Then we drive L.A. all the way to Tucson, which is a nothingness desert. We get to Tucson, which is where her sister is. We get there Christmas Eve, and I go, "Look, I need to know if this this woman's buying me a." Christmas present. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't buy any Christmas presents. She's like, no, been over it, rehearsed it, not getting a Christmas present. For the for the first couple of glasses of wine, sister goes, "You guys ready to exchange gifts?" I I give her a death stare. Well, but this is how all gift arrangements work. It's always that. It's always, oh, we're not going to get gifts, and then you do. Anybody that you need to inform that you're not going to get them a gift is probably going to get you a gift. Right? Yeah. Like, you and I, we didn't have an exchange before Christmas. Like, hey, you know what, buddy? We're not getting each other gift this, gifts this year. We're going to save it for the podcast. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get, I didn't didn't get, get roommate a gift. People that I didn't you, get the girlfriend a people gift. People who say that to each other are people who buy each other gifts. Buys a very thoughtful gift. We have nothing to give to her. So then, you know, with the sleeping arrangement, we either have the option to sleep on the couch or outside in the camper. You know what you do on the gift thing is you just you always keep a bottle of wine in the back because worst case scenario you just drink it. Best yep. case scenario you're like, hey guys, you know what this one I got for you. It doesn't have their fucking name written on it. You could just exchange it right away. That's a good call. Always keep that going. All right, what's this camper deal? I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> the the lodging. So we're we're staying there, and uh, her sister's father in law is there. So. In essence, we either have to sleep on the couch or outside of the camper. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the camper's cool. It's comfortable. I was like, okay. And, you know, the girlfriend is really fantasizing the idea of sleeping in the camper. Thinks it's nice and romantic or whatever she's thinking. I cannot overemphasize the number of times that during a girl, one of your girlfriend's stories, I'm like, it, that would have ended the relationship. Or I would have just... <laughs> Lost my shit beyond control. There's just no training happening here. There's no correction. Like, it's unfucking believable. Okay, so you slept in an uncomfortable situation for kicks. So Go we, on. we, we, and I don't want to look wimpy after I just received a gift and I didn't buy him anything. I just brought wine so I could drink it myself. So we go out there in the camper and it's frigid cold. It's 
35 degrees outside. And I'm like, I don't, you where, can't give where, me enough. Where were you? So we're sleeping in a camper. You know, most, no, no, but I forget where physically in Tucson? the country you were. Tucson, Arizona. And it was like 35 degrees outside? 40 degrees. I know the desert gets cold at night. It gets cold. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, it gets to like 70 during the day, but it was cold. That's, that's what it is like throughout the city of Tucson. So it gets down to 35. No, it's probably... I'm, I might be exaggerating. I'm going to say it's at least 40 to 45 degrees. Okay. It's, it's Sa- cold. It, it's San Francisco cold, but it's cold enough. Yeah, okay. It's cold enough that you shouldn't be sleeping there's no out, heater out of doors. When yeah. there's a couch, there's a couch. Perfectly good couch. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sleeping in there, and like classic layout of camper. Left bed, right bed. Tiny little like twin-size bed. Yeah. We're trying to be a little more romantic. Of course, got to share. Got to share. It's so Jesus cold where as, you, as she does the pivot with the blanket, it's too cold for me to do. I'm like... I can't do this nonsense. Yeah. I just get up and leave and like and after a couple hours and go sleep on the couch. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, at that temperature, you guys probably needed to be in the same bed to survive. Yeah. So you're holding each other for warmth. Um comfortable with me moving on to another topic? Yeah, that's that's it. That's it for there. So I'm just gonna get right into it here. I'm pretty sure I went on a date with a dude last night. <laughs> uh what? And- I don't really know how I got into it, but we were at the Balboa Cafe, and uh, we were sitting at that middle table in the back. There was a table. Oh, those two guys chatting on the up. left. Yeah, two dudes, two girls. They weren't too into the girls. That should have been a red flag. <laughs> uh, and I'm talking to them. One of the dudes from Canada. I'm like, oh, I fucking love Canada. I've been there a bunch of times. Talked about Letter Kenny for a bit, uh, and then uh, you know he's like, yeah, I just moved to the city. It's like, you know, we're going to go to another, to another bar. And then they talked to the girls, and the girls are like, oh, let's go to Mauna Loa. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a great bar. I'll uh, I'll meet you guys over there. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, you'll meet us over there? Yeah, yeah. So then uh, part of ways with you guys, because I was getting, just like sitting there in that bench, you just continue, like, you get more fucked up than you are. You're you not know, moving. Up and about, exactly. And it's too crowded, you're not going to go to the bathroom. Exactly. So I got up, I made the move. Played a game of golden tea with the big guy. He was wearing a jean jacket. Is he giving you any signs at this point? Is he like, There's hey. no touching. There's no touching. I'm still 50-50 on if this dude is straight. So you kind of knew that he might be gay. Uh, yeah, he, but he, I... He didn't look like... He wasn't like... Was he like... Here's some telltale signs. Is he looking at the girls around him? Is he talking about the girls? Well... Or they, is he just more invested in the big guy right here? They were sitting with two girls who weren't bad looking, but... But they, he was occupying all of his time talking to you? Yeah, they hadn't really... And you're smarter than that. Yeah, I know. But... Do you think you're just... Good, good dude regardless. Okay. Uh, gave my number at the end of the night. <laughs> you gave him post that? Yeah, yeah. How many beers? I mean, we, we played a game of Golden Tee and we drank beers. I would hang out with the guy again. Is that, that easy, huh? That doesn't mean that I'm going to take it in the butt, but... Do you think a lot of it just like you enjoy somebody to listen to you? Oh, obviously, but isn't that what we're all looking for in friendship? Like, I can't just, I can only keep myself entertained on the couch me, here for so long. Can I predict how this conversation, because I, I, I was adjacent to you and I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. So he listened to you, liked what you did for work, liked your story, really listened to what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Straight guys don't do that. I don't listen to anything you say. I retain about 30% of it. You like to think that you don't listen to what I say. I believe the retention piece. <laughs> but you do listen to what I say because it's entertaining because we bounce shit off of each other. But, look, that was last night. So Did he send you a text? 
Was there any discussion no, no, to grab okay. a slice post? Great point. Great point. If I had been out with a girl and gotten her number, I would have sent her a text when I got home, been like, "Hey, you know, great seeing you. I'll talk to you soon." He did not do that. Although, gotta say, kind of disappointed that he didn't. <laughs> if he gave you a te- if he gave you a text this morning, said, "Hey, J- hey, J- hey, JT, hey, J turns, we're going to brunch, 10 a.m. Meet us at the door." Oh, I'd be there. Nah, he'd go to the brunch. I'd be there. Bubbles. If he goes, Bubbles, brunch, 10 a.m. I'm into it. I got nothing better to do. Come on. Because, look, I've got to backfill. Like, I'm screening dudes. I've got to backfill my married or effectively married crowd. Yeah, you're in a sweet spot here because you got friends that are deep in the relationship game. They well, might might as well be married. So, like, you need single buddies. You know, Even if they're straight or gay. I, I come charging out of the gate on Friday after work. You know, I don't make a lot of plans, which I should do, but I just fire off text. Boom, rapid fire. Yeah. Like, I just go down the list, scroll through, text, 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 text. Whoever responds first, boom, I'm hanging out with on Friday. And then Saturday, we do this, and then there's a lot of like, what's a big guy going to do? <laughs> Where are we going from here? But, but also, uh, now that you're back in the workforce, you realize how important the weekend is. You really got to maximize it. Yeah, I mean, I always write it off. At the start of the week, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm not doing that again. I got too drunk, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then by the end of the week, I'm ready to get fucked up again. Mm. You know? Uh, just pain builds up over time. So we'll go We'll go back to one more story. I, had I really hope that it's good because I've received feedback from a very limited number of our listeners that you are better in content. So let's hear your bit so you versus sound a little, bit You sound a little go. jaded. Do you, would you say you're a little jaded? Would you say that I put together a pretty decent bit there? That was better. I, was, okay. I wasn't ready for that. That was good. Yeah, that was would good. you say that your first bit was kind of weak and we a lot of people probably already stopped listening? Ego is the enemy. All right. Fire. So, big... big I'm, I'm rooting for you on this one. A big know. part of this tour going to Phoenix was meeting the B and C list friends, right? The outliers. Got to make sure everybody sees while sprinkling a couple of the main squad I've met before. Yeah. So one of her very good friends, one of her eight best friends, as she affectionately calls them, has a child. And we're going to a pasta party. Big buzzkill. And she goes, we're going to a pasta party. Go, a pa- what, is, what is a pasta party? What does that mean? I like the sound of it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, these, a couple of my friends are making a bunch of pasta. Does it involve drinking beer and eating Mind pasta? Mind you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I like, both, oh, I like both of those You things. would have liked it, yeah. So we get there, and she goes, mind you, the host is a little cuckoo. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I was like, okay, I haven't met this girl. She's like, oh, great. I'm glad we're going then. Thanks. I'm glad that this one made the calendar on our limited agenda that we're going to see a fucking crazy person. So we, we walk God in. damn it. The shit that you guys do fucking blows me away. You seem upset about it. So I go to the pasta party. I walk in. Girl immediately. So there's like five or six girls who don't know me. Most people don't introduce themselves. She sees me. Rockets over me. Hi, I'm Gina. I've heard a lot about you. Goes back to the pasta. And I got a lot of thoughts. Goes back to the And pasta. then just leaves. Goes back to the pasta. She's, you know, zipping around, making the bow tie. I don't know. She's making pasta. It's a lot of stuff to do with the pasta other, than, a, other than boil it. No, they, like, hand-rolled the damn pasta. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, anywho, other friend rolls in with child. Roommate grabs the child, holds the child. Buzzkill. Really excited about the child. And, you know, roommate, girlfriend keeps going, hey, hey, uh, Seamus, why don't, you, why don't you hold the baby? Hold the baby, Seamus. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. Hold judging. Hold the baby. Hold the baby. Have you, have you held all yet? No, no, I'll get around to it. Right, here you go. 
drops Ollie into my hands, right? It's awkward. You just sit there and you're small child. afraid for a bit. Once you've held a couple babies, you know the drill, right? So I have a bunch of nieces and nephews and I know how to hold a child. Hold the head. Hold the head. Cradle the head. Cradle the head. That's all you gotta do. Also, by the way, I don't need to hold it because all babies the same, right? Like, I, you don't need to do that that many times. So as soon as I start holding the baby, all of a sudden nobody's paying attention to me. Now everybody's paying attention to me. Mother quietly whispers, Mallory's ovaries are bursting. <laughs> I pretend to ignore it. She goes back to me. Wait, that, that was, is that a direct fucking quote? Mm-hmm. I respect that. And then they go, Seamus, you get me there? Mallory's ovaries are bursting. I was like, Jesus. Just kept my head down, Jesus. held the child, and I'm still, it's, it's ramping up. People jabbing in, people getting a little more comfortable. I'm only holding the child a couple minutes. You know who saves the day? Gina. Gina comes over. Well, oh. you got the baby? I want the baby. Rips the baby out of my hands. <laughs> of course. I was like, wow, lifesaver. There you go. Done with that. In and out. You, uh, so... Talk to me right now about um, first child comes out of Malpal's womb. Mm. Um, is it full-blooded Irish flowing hair, or is it thin blonde hair? We got to that discussion on the on the drive back, the twelve-hour drive back. I, which which one comes out? What do you think? You think it's a coin flip? Uh, How I, much confidence you got in your boys there, your shooters? My hair? Oh, it's gonna get my hair. It's gonna get my no, hair no, in my no. head. Your shooters. Oh, what, they're, they're, they're blanks? Uh, no, I'm saying whether or not they plant the iris seed or they just receive what's in there. I'm confident that uh, we'll get a tall gene with some blue eyes and some of uh, my in-seed and hairline. But that was also a point of topic on the drive back was to say, hey, I know you always talk about not wanting to have a child and you don't want a child and you want to adopt. And she's like, we at least have to have one child. I don't know how comfortable I am with your level of comfort with this discussion. Directly led to that. I would have expected you to back away a lot. I'm afraid. I'm afraid for you. Not being afraid enough. Years away. <sighs> Do we have anything else that we can put together here? Uh, no, I see on your list here, bottom of the list was pasta party. No, we, well, we, haven't, we already hit that. So We haven't covered this. I, I kind of wanted some... I mean, do you have anything good? I just wanted a little advice about one year in review of a relationship. You've been in a few of these. I've been in four two years. Here's what I've learned, and I want you to critique. Yeah. There's not enough time in the day for me to give to a roommate. Not enough time to do activities. Have to constantly be thinking of new activities to do. No. Surprising. See, you do no training. You gotta fucking work that. That's like a first six months thing, okay? Yeah, you gotta like think about stuff, be creative, be thoughtful, you know, make sure that you guys are doing stuff that you're both interested in and there's a good balance. After six months, it's like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking sit on the couch and I'm gonna watch football right now. And we'll get to the creative stuff again, but we can't do that 100% of the time. Mm. Because the amount of time that you're spending together ramps up, right? And a lot of that time would have been downtime. So you're like, this is like the concept of like date night, right? Mm. Key word there, singular, night, in a week, okay? This is what I need. And during, I need this. During that night, you will be thoughtful. You will think about where you go to dinner, 
what you do before, then dinner, then after. Okay. The other nights, do whatever the fuck you want. Okay? You get, because you can't maintain a long-term relationship with somebody who is completely reliant on you entertaining them. Yeah. Here's a couple things I've... Key exception being our relationship. But we <laughs> it's an ebb and flow. We entertain each other. So... Uh, not to get confused with relationships, yeah. but uh, I've a couple things I've done to. Well, I'm dating dudes now, so I mean, there's no. It goes. There's back nothing and wrong with that. Yeah, 2018. Obviously not. I've done a lot of excessive use of the word love. You can't throw enough loves in there. Thoughtful things, how much you appreciate. You got to do a lot of appreciations. Yeah. I don't. I naturally don't do that to anybody, so I got to sprinkle in a lot of that. I found before in previous relationships that it became a tell when I had done something bad. That you got something nice? Yeah, when she was like, uh, well, I know that uh, something horrible happened last night because you told me that you love me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was also quoted of, do you realize that you have the emotions of a serial killer? Oh, I've gotten that a ton of times. That doesn't bother me at all. I agree with that. But that's all I got. Do uh, you have any more segments you want to cover? Before? No, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. I have a lot in common with the serial killer. Uh... You want to go to the report card? Yeah, you got a scale for us. I don't have anything uh, quickly. Uh, I'm going to reach you on cigarette brands. <laughs> and I'm going to go from Cools with a K yeah. up to, obviously, peak of the market, Marlboro Gold. And I'm going to rate you a parliament on that scale. And the reason I'm going to rate you a parliament is because it's just a normal fucking cigarette. Mm. But they put... You know, the raised lip filter on it, and they say it's, like, it's interesting, and they, they do the rounded pack, and they do all this packing stuff, because they're like, oh, oh, I'm different. Oh, I'm fucking unique. Oh, I'm fucking Seamus. Mm. Right? <laughs> but it's just, a, it's, it's fucking tobacco and paper, right? You're yep. still smoking a cigarette. Yep. So, on that scale, what do you got for me? You know what you are? You're an American spirit. I hate those cigarettes. I hate those cigarettes. I hate the people that smoke those cigarettes. I, uh, you know I why I hate those people I that hate cigarettes? It like, so much. hey, what are you smoking? Like American cigarettes. I'm like, oh, what's the? Not a cigarette smoker. What's the? You know, a lot of the time you hand roll them. More tobacco. Just snooty, dickheaded cigarette smokers. And they taste like like Marlboro Reds. They don't even taste good out here. No, well, they, it's harsh as fuck. Because usually they're not like filtered enough or. You know, everybody wants like the mid-range cigarette. You don't want the harshest one. I can't. Harsh as fuck. You explained yourself there. Harsh as fuck. That's all I needed. <laughs> all right. And that's been the 40th episode. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, guys.